All right, today we want to talk about the law of favor. Favor is comes from grace, and what runs the whole new covenant is grace. In other words, the old covenant, you had to do works to get God to do something, and this covenant, it's all given to us free. Everything that we need is free. That's what favor is. Now, the law of favor is that it's like gravity. If you drop something, it's going to do the same every time. And it's the same thing with God's law. Every word in his, in the scriptures is a law. And whatever the scripture says, it will happen if you believe it. So where do we live then? We live in God's kingdom. So how we have to think like God thinks. So, from now on, every time you go somewhere, you have God's favor. It's a law. He said so, and if he said so, it is. So, religion can't deliver anyone. Why? Because religion is opposite of what God is. So, religion means back to bondage. We all know what bondage is. That sort of enemy just attacks and attacks and attacks. But the kingdom is life. It's freedom because you don't have, you don't have to put up with the enemy. The only way he can attack you anyway is a thought in your mind. All you gotta do is resist it. Zoe, which we receive when we get born again. Now Zoe is the Greek word for kingdom. When we get to heaven, we're going to be living in God's kingdom. But right now, down here on earth, he, he wants us to do his work, so he's given us all the weapons that we need, which favor is one of them. So we have taken a new status that exempts us from the things that hurt us. In other words, what hurts us? The enemy, especially negative thoughts. If we give in to one of his negative thoughts, where do we go? We're going away from God, not towards God. So in Psalms 91, 7, it says, A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Now that says favor all over, doesn't it? Drop the bomb on us. Everybody around us is going to die, but we're going to live. So when we talk about the things of God, it takes faith to activate them. Now, where does faith come from? Like say this scripture right here, you study it. Now when you know that you know that you know this is going to happen, that's faith. If you don't know, it won't work for you. Even though you have the favor, you have the word. So, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the spoken word of the Holy Spirit. You say, well, when does the Holy Spirit speak to you? Thoughts. Every negative thought comes from the devil. Every positive thought comes from God and the one you choose 
is now yours. So if you choose the spirit, you're still in that life. If you choose the thought of the enemy, now you have sinned. So we have to receive that spoken word from the Holy Spirit. So favor is part of the release that we have and is going to enable us to make sure we get to our destiny. What's our destiny? The Bible says you go towards the mark. The mark of what? God wants us as sons and daughters to be just like Jesus. In fact, the Bible even says that we can do the same thing he did. That's our destiny. So favor helps us get to that point. So favor means endorse, enable, support, and assist. In other words, whatever you're out there doing something for God, or even if you're out shopping even, you can ask for favor. Psalms 103.20 says, Bless the Lord, you angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of the, the word. In other words, what is this saying? That anytime you say a scripture, you're putting your angels to work to do what? Whatever that scripture says. Now, isn't that favor? That he's given you every angel in heaven to watch over you? Because angels are here to assist you. Now, if you don't believe that, what do you do? You go to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will give you the understanding of that so you will know and believe. Favor makes things easier through the anointing and provides us with advantages. In other words, if we're doing the things of God, aren't we having advantages? Uh, advantage over the flesh. But what is the anointing? That's the power. Power of God. The word Christ. It's not Jesus' last name. Christ means anointing. Power. That's why we're called Christians. We're powerful ones. So God surrounds us with favor. So no matter where we go, it's there. Just like he lives in us, so wherever we go, he goes. Favor lives in us. It follows us wherever we go. So God will give us insight into what the enemy is trying to do to us. That's another favor. He's given us the Holy Spirit that lives in us, and the Holy Spirit says, I will tell you the future if we're listening he gives us special privileges, again, through that anointing. His favor is part of our inheritance. Well, what is our inheritance? Every word that's in that Bible. We inherited it. We own it. So when you look at a scripture, you know that it's yours and you can have what's in it. But what is Satan trying to do with these thoughts that come into your mind? Tell you that scripture isn't what it says, and he steals your favor. It causes us to be successful. 
So favor will cause you to stand while others fall by the wayside. I'll give you an example. I was teaching one day, and there were about 20 people in the class, and they were saying there was going to be a tornado coming. So all of a sudden, some guy outside runs fast as he could go, screaming and hollering, and the whole place emptied except for three of us. Why? We got favor. That tornado ain't going to hit you as long as you understand what God is. We just read it. Thousand will fall at your side. Another one that said, we have angels that protect us. You get favor when you are born again, but your heart has to be taught how to activate your faith in your favor. What is your heart? Your heart is a choice. You got the flesh that wants to sin. You got the spirit that wants to do things of God. The heart is the umpire to choose between them. So if you're walking in God's life and faith, the heart will choose God. If you're out in the world doing things you're not supposed to do, then what happens? Your heart chooses the flesh. So what is our goal then is to get that heart taught the things of God so that it will choose God more than it does the flesh. So we always expect favor then. In other words, if you don't expect it, if you're going to get it, no. Everywhere we go, we have to expect it. Why? Because we are sons and daughters of God. You can look, if you're a mother or father, look at the way you treat your children. You love them, you want to give them everything they need. Well, it's the same thing as with God. He wants us to have favor wherever we go. He wants us to give us whatever we need. Not what we want, what we need. We are God's representatives on earth and everything is going to try to keep you down by annoying you. In other words, the, the enemy will send people to you to rub you the wrong way to get you to start thinking worldly instead of spiritually. But favor will stop them in their tracks. In other words, we don't give in to it. It goes in one ear and out the other. Our job is to stop the enemy by saying the word. Remember when we say the word, what does that do? That puts angels to work. And we want angels working with us all the time. We cannot compromise. It can't one day be in the word and the next day being doing what the world says. It's a lifestyle. So if we do, the enemy controls our thoughts if we compromise. And that's where the battle is, right there in your mind. The negative thoughts are fighting the positive thoughts. But if you can train that heart to choice, it will choose God every time. 
So because God has chosen us to enemy, can't get into our mind, and we walk in the spirit and stand. Stand meaning we're not going to let anything get us off of the, the word of God. Because Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. I would say that's favor. So what does it mean by confess? you got to say it out of your mouth and believe it. Where? In that heart. Remember, we were talking that the heart is a choice. So that means in this case here, the heart is already following God. So we confess the covenant. Always expect faith to work every time. Because what is a covenant? That's an agreement you have between God and us. In every covenant there has to be shed blood. So whose blood was shed in this covenant? Jesus. So Jesus is perfect. The covenant is perfect. We're living inside that covenant. And it's going to work every time. So favor works with a good attitude. And that's where we were talking before. The enemy wants to get us all riled up. And if we do, then our heart's going to choose him. So a bad attitude is telling you that your faith then is not working. So the minute something comes out of your mouth that is not a God, you should recognize it right away and change your words. So faith always sees the future. We were just talking about that before. So favor opens up opportunities. In other words, every opportunity you can think of, worldly or spiritually. So if you have favor, you cannot fail. Like on your job. How can he give you a favor? He could give you ideas that the company doesn't even know about. Once you tell them about that, aren't you going to get favor? Promotion. So we are going into the enemy territory, and we must know a kingdom mentality when we do. In other words... The world is out there. It's waiting to gobble you up. So we're in enemy territory all the time. But if we think godly, it won't get to us. So you know that God who sent you there is going to raise you up. In other words, if you, like what, this church is an evangelistic church, so we're always out there in the streets, enemy territory. So we say the word, so what happens? Angels go out there, take care of everything evil, so when we walk in there, we don't have to fear for our life. God gave us that favor, and they listen to what we have to say. So Jesus had to have favor. You need to have favor. 
Because when, when Jesus was on this earth, he was a man just like us. He had God living in him just like we do. And that's where the favor came in. So favor comes directly from God. So that same favor that Jesus had, we have. So we don't have someone to do something for you or compromise. In other words, we, through God and that favor, we can do what God wants us to do. So all you need to know is that favor is in your life. If you don't get anything else out of this message, remember that. Favor is in your life. So favor determines everyone's destiny. So when you are down, favor gets you up. In other words, that's the enemy's job is to get you down, but God's job is to get you back up. So I see myself the way God sees me. You have to say that every day. I am highly favored. I walk in divine health. Favor is life, my life. So again, we get favor from God. So as his sons, he wants us to, what we need, give us what we need and expect 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In other words, every second of our life, we should expect favor. If a president walked, or president's son walked in here, what does he expect? Favor. We're not talking about the one that's in there now. Favor is all day long, then, isn't it? So when we get into trouble, our choices say, God, I need the favor, say the promises, and the favor will come. What are the promises? There's three and a half thousand promises in the Bible that says, if you do this, you can have that. That's a promise. Like it says, draw nigh unto me. Now that you have, resist the devil and he will flee. So the promise is, resist the devil and he has to flee. He has to flee. He has to flee. So Matthew 13, the seed of faith grows into a mighty tree. In other words, that scripture talking about a grain of mustard seed. Well, what do you do with a seed? You Put it in the ground. And what does the ground do? It makes it grow. So when we take God's word and put it inside us, it's a seed inside us that's going to grow. In other words, we grow and are maturing day after day after day. So the seed is you and you are planted in the world. God sent us down here to do what? Control the world. So when you witness to the people, they know the Spirit is within you. Remember we were talking about when we were out, go out, the angels go before us. 
the people that we're talking to can know the spirit is in us because there's no negativity around it. The angels took care of all of it. So when we witness, favor kicks in and gives you the insight that you never had before and you will become a walk and supply house. So when you go, say I'm talking to you, God knows what you need. He's going to give you a thought what that need is and he's going to give you another thought what to say. So God sent you there on purpose. It's your calling. In other words, before we go out, we always ask him, where do you want us to go? He knows. Say say you're crying out to God. I, I need you. I need you, but you don't know how to do it. He will send you there. So God has blessed or has blessing on his mind and he wants us to go and tell all who get out of their mess and into favor. That's what we're just talking about. People that are crying out, if you're willing, he's going to send you there and he's going to tell you what to say. So we are walking the storehouse looking for a place to give favor to bless others. So that favor that we give, we can use it for others also. So all we have to do is change our thinking as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's Proverbs 23.7. So it says, think in your heart. Not in your spirit. So remember, we got to think godly and then the heart chooses to follow God. So we must separate worldly things from spiritual. So what does that? The Word of God does that. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, dividing. So... Luke 14 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty of the captives and the recovery of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are opposed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now in Luke Jesus got up before the church and he read Psalm 63. So when he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, what was he telling them? I'm the one. And what did they want to do? Kill him because of that. But what he said here, preach the gospel of the poor and heal the brokenhearted. Now that he's gone, this is our this is what we have to do now. Same thing he did. So the devil can't move if we don't agree with him. In other words, Jesus, when he went to the cross, defeated death and the devil. The devil can't do nothing without our permission. So the devil's trying to destroy this earth, and we are the only hope because we can bind and loose. So what are we doing? We're binding evil and 
loosing God into this earth. So Mark 3.27 says, No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man and then he can plunder his house. So who's the strong man? That would be Satan. We bind him, loose God, and now we can plunder his house. In other words, tell him to go. Well, God tells him to go into the sea, so I guess we can do the same. Genesis 39 says the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptians, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did in his hand to prosper. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him, and then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had put under his authority. So even though his brothers and what sold him into slavery, and now he's a slave. This his slave owner found out that well, this guy everything he does works, so he made him the head over his whole house. So what does that mean? That he had the favor of God, and we can have that same favor, or we do have the same favor. It's part of his destiny, and he said that God bought me here. Well, what's our destiny? To fulfill every word that he said for us to do on this earth. God has plans for us just like he had plans for Joseph. That's how I came to Milwaukee. In other words, all my brothers lived down in Rockford, Illinois. So it was destined that I go there, but no, God sent me here instead. So God plants and we grow up to a giant full of faith. So a walk-in supply house, in other words, everything that God wants us to have, it's in us. Everything. And he keeps us from evil. In other words, how does he keep us? He gave us all the supplies. We use them. But our job is just to say his job is to do. If we resist the devil, we say it. He's the one that removes the devil, not us. So Genesis 17:4. As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be the father of many nations, and Abraham is highly favored. There's that covenant. In other words, he had one promise, and that one promise got him, what, as many descendants as in the sky. That's why when God told him to go up and kill his son, sacrifice him, he had a covenant that said he was going to have all of the descendants. If Isaac died, there would be no descendants. So when he went up 
He told his servants, me and the lad will go up and worship and we will be back. He already knew before he took them up they were coming back. Why? Because he had a promise. Well, we got three and a half thousand of them. So expect favor everywhere we go. Because when we move, he can manifest through us to release that will trigger something in us so that we can raise up into what he wants us to be. In other words, when we study the word and the Holy Spirit tells us the true meaning of it, it comes inside us. So then when we get into trouble, every scripture that's in us, he can use the ones that aren't in us. He can't, but he will tell us a scripture that will get us back on track and we say it and we are there so even if we question the move expect favor because faith is always positive so don't complain about what we have start thanking God for what we do have right there right is what we have to look at in our life. We can look at everything we don't have and complain about it. Well, what are we doing? We're in the world. But if we thank God for everything that we do have, we won't have anything to complain about. So religion, family education, government is under Satan's control and he's trying to get us to live in it. Now that is today... So by keeping a church behind the four walls, what was it, two years ago, he told the church they couldn't meet and the church fell into it and obeyed the enemy. Because people preach religion, not the kingdom of God. Remove all doubt because Satan says, I will give you everything you need. Satan says that. But, but what's he saying? Doubt. He can't give us anything. God gives us everything because in Proverbs 18.21, speaking death gives power to the enemy. The scripture says life and death are in the power of the tongue. So if you speak death, who do you give power to? The devil. You speak life, who do you give power to? God. So when we speak God's word, we move in life. So we control our whole life then by what we say. If you say negative, what you're going to have or say today is what you're going to have tomorrow. We control our life with our words. So if you don't want it, don't say it. We can cut it off anytime with our armor. And we can cut it off those negative thoughts at any time. What's our armor? The word. Because it says this. The sword is the word. And we use it to defeat the enemy. So remember, bind that strong man. And we have the favor. Tell Satan where to go. So today is a day of favor. 
So when tomorrow comes, what is tomorrow? Today. So that means every day you have favor. So faith creates what is concealed in your imagination. That's where Satan wants to get you, right there. Because the word dog was mentioned, you see a dog that you once owned. How do you see it? Through your imagination. So you get what you imagine in your thoughts. So if Satan is trying to get you to think the word doesn't say what it is, he can put thoughts into your mind and now you think about the thoughts and you start imagining it and next thing you know you're doing it. We have to keep our thoughts and imagination or in a God of word or God's word. So Satan will try to tell us we don't have it when through our imagination we already have it. If we're thinking on God's word, he can't get us to change. It's like a a bulldog, if you're trying to pull his bone away, he just clamps on harder. And that's what we have to do. Stay in God's word and don't let the enemy get us to get out of it. Hang on to it. Now, call things that are not as though they were. This is faith right here. So, if we have sickness... If we're going to call things that are not, what is not? You're well. So when you pray, you say, I am, or I don't have, whatever. You understand? Because the church tells you to go to God, and so God, you got to tell God was the problem. They say, well, I got cancer. Well, what did you just say? You chose cancer. That's why God says, no, you don't come to me. You tell that cancer where to go. But you you understand, you don't claim it. You tell it it doesn't belong in your body. Get out. So childlike faith is the way to the supernatural. What's childlike faith? You tell a child something, and because you're the father and mother, they believe you. And they operate accordingly. Well, that's what we're supposed to do. If our Father tells us in the Word what to do, believe it and do it. Because a child has favor with his parents that whoever or whatever he needs, that the parent will provide it. And that's the same thing what we do with God. So what is a child like? child looks to their parents for protection, for love, for favor, and everything they need of. And if God is our parent, that's what we're looking for, and he will give it to us. They never think that they will not receive what they need at any time. In other words, they never think about, gee, I need this, I need that. No, they know whatever they need, the parent will supply it. Why could they say, Daddy said it, he's going to do it. So our Father is going to do what he said. He will do it. So as a child in the Spirit, we believe every word that comes out of the mouth of God and that we will have favor 
in every situation in our life. As long as we stay in Him, if we decide to go in the world, the favor is gone. So what have we learned so far? The new covenant is a superior to the old one because of grace. What is grace? Well, we're going to talk about that later. So, the knowledge of grace is central to the new covenant and is what sets us apart from the old. So, where do we get that knowledge? We have to study scriptures and let the Holy Spirit give us that knowledge. So, the new covenant is based on the idea that grace is freely given to all who believe in Jesus Christ. Freely given. That's what grace is. You don't have to do anything to earn it. And that this grace is what enables you to live a life that is pleasing to God. So then what is grace? It's unmerited favor. In other words, you don't have to do anything to earn it. In other words, people think that if they do this, they get more of God's love. No, you have 100% of it. How can he give you any more? So as sons and daughters, we have favor in everything we do for God. So everywhere we go and everything we say, we have God's favor in it. Why? Because it's knowing who the Father is. That when He's the Word, so when you study the Word, you get to know Him. So the Father loves to connect us as His kids. He's going to do everything to protect us. So the first two words of the Lord's Prayer is our Father. We have to get to know Him because where does favor come from? Him. It's never been about you. It's about the Father. So if we're complaining, that's of the world. So invite him in and ask, what do I do to get to know you? Have you ever done that? We, we want so much of him that we just ask him, in a way, what do you want? Because we were talking about that covenant before. In a covenant with God, his whole goal is you. What's his whole goal? What's our goal? Him. So if you're thinking about yourself, that means you're not in the covenant. In the covenant, all we do is think about him. What do you want? What do you want me to do today? we got to live for him. You understand what we're what I'm saying here. What do I do to get to know you? 